Hello and welcome to Space City Nerd, and this is going to be our annual Valentine's Day show. We're going to get freak nasty with your ears, and in this uh, audible orgy we'll have uh, Rex. What up? The nurse. Yo. And also Ryan joining us all together. What's up, y'all? Happy BD. Yeah. For Valentine's Day. Yeah, but remember, uh, this is the show that nobody listens to according to brainlets out there. Um, I don't listen to us. I don't either. <laughs> I don't even edit. I just like throw it in and whatever happens, happens, you know? Oh, right. What I figured. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even want to listen to the answers to these questions. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys so much for submitting questions. We've got a great amount of them. And usually we have, how does pee-pee go into vagina? And uh, this year we got some really more interesting and thought out ones They're yeah really we're actually surprised thank you so much there was a lot of them and i feel like the last time we did this we gave people like two weeks and we got a lot of questions but they were a lot of pee pee poo poo yeah pee pee poo poo jokes from our friends and these are like actual like legitimate questions that we had to google or think about we read a lot of teen vogue so we could answer these so yeah <laughs> or esquire <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh god i forgot to tell y'all too fuck so that esquire i forgot that last year from t-mobile tuesdays i got a free year subscription to esquire because <laughs> oh, i thought i had expired like a month or two ago i never <laughs> with the exception of the donald glover one i haven't read any of them they usually go straight in my mail bin that i need to empty but yeah so i came home and that one with the like white boy on it was just sitting on my bar <laughs> it's nice. like oh shit yeah uh well I, let's get straight into the questions we wait wait before oh, oh, we oh, before oh, start what? the questions remember there's a lot of stuff going on on as you know maybe on the anime world on twitter mr how do you pronounce his name mangioni yes yeah big mcagnog big 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 mcnicknock and er from <laughs> from um <laughs> anyway <laughs> we um we're gonna discuss him, but there's gonna be after the question. Yeah, we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to listen to these questions first, and then. And there's no skipping. We have put a DRM on this podcast. <laughs> skip it. If you try to skip it, it just goes to podcasts again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, we we omitted some of the questions just because there was a lot of them, and we kind of tried to come out with the the better ones. I don't want to say better ones the ones that we can we answer get, better yeah if we didn't get to your question it wasn't a bad question because there are no bad questions we just didn't have time to get to it with a reasonable answer that or, we felt didn't yeah, so, yeah, you, we, we didn't have the give us too many questions yeah because yeah. like you guys that were asking questions about the uh polyamorous community that's really cool and everything but yeah none of us could answer those yeah. sorry yeah Sorry, we followed the um. We followed We're the path all of filthy, God. Filthy, <laughs> monogamous assholes. Oh, we only uh, we only use sex for reproductive purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're that's that's why gay neighbors like to call us breeders. <laughs> you know what? Fucking breeders t speak for yourselves. Uh, you know what? Wow. Diving right in. Uh, how is baby formed? Well. Someone who's very, very, very um, I'm, I'm familiar knowledgeable with this. about this. Why does uh, some because... insane mothers kill babies? <laughs> what? 
Why do some insane mothers kill their baby? Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, well, like three months ago, I did stuff with my wife, which was the reproductive sex that we were talking about earlier. Whoa. And it was really hot because I made a baby, and that's how baby is formed. So yeah. if you had lukewarm sex, you don't have a baby? Yeah, you have to, like... Your the temperature has to be eighty six degrees or above in your house. Uh, so okay. basically, what you're saying is, when climate change makes uh, the world colder, the babies are just not going to exist anymore. That's why population decline has been happening. Oh shit! Whoa. Yeah, no. I... Oh god! Oh god! And that's why the Republicans don't want us to think that climate change is actually going to happen. Is because if there's no more babies, there can't be any more abortions. Oh shit! <laughs> God. Oh, that's a long oh. con. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how babies formed. <laughs> All right. um, okay. Next, next question. question. So I don't know if I'm trans because I still like girls. Wow. That's um, this is kind of a. I mean, the the answer is the same either way, but it's like one of those things where it's all like. Is this somebody who used to identify as straight? Like they identified as a. a guy who liked girls or are you currently identifying as a lesbian and now you're like wait oh that's that's actually a good question we don't know because it's very vague it's very vague however if you if you currently identify as a straight you can be a gay trans and if you currently identify as gay well you still get to be in the LGBT club because there's a T at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's, oh, so what do you think, this is going to be a hard question, but what do you think is more difficult if you identify as gay and then trans or straight, then you go trans? I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends um, on the person, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I... I have some friends, um, like some like, you know, younger, like not young, but, you know, like early 20s that are mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, messing around with the gender stuff. And they're all like, he's like, Ooh, kinky. yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, <laughs> no. You know, dude, dude's like, sometimes when he's having like a really bad day, he's like, maybe I'm not actually trans. It's just because I'm a lesbian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because he came out as a lesbian first, and then he was like, no, wait, I'm, I'm actually a dude. I mean, I, I just want to throw this out there. All the trans women I know are also lesbians, and I think it's just because uh, it's 2019 and men are pretty trash. Yeah, yeah like, that is very true, too. Just straight up, like... Also, yeah. a good a good amount of them are witches, so I don't know how that. The fact that a good amount a good amount of like just everybody I feel is practices witchcraft now. Why or, not? I say yeah. now, like they haven't been forever. Like but, 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 every but, girl I know does that. Yeah, like going back to Ben really quick. That's proof that like you know you don't just wake up one day and decide. Your, your sexuality, because I swear to God, with the way men are, you, you can't... There's no way that gay men and straight women are choosing this lifestyle. Yeah, not at all. Like, it just doesn't make... As a dude, I don't understand it. Not a switch. You know, you can just yeah. flip it Especially on and off. Especially if you're a witch, you know? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, like you know, Rex said in 2019, uh, aside from like looking at the, the outside, you do you. You know, it's the perfect time for you to be yourself. So... Uh. <laughs> I don't know if it's a perfect time I mean, of the world, okay. but yeah, I want it, people it to. We, it's we a never time to never. Yeah. Two years ago, but if you're going to do it, you might as well do it now because two years ago happened, and we have to keep pushing sure. the Overton window back to the left because a large portion of the world is trying to force it over into uh, the right, and that's not a good place to be. Nope. No, yeah. not for anyone, really. Um, Unless yeah. you're rich and white. I stand, I stand corrected. <laughs> Keep on keeping on. Even um, though it's a dangerous world. Next question. When dealing with a partner in a monogamous relationship who is sleeping around, how effective is it to control the person she he decided to creep Front. with? I'm going to throw this out there. If I was, I've never been in that situation, but if I was... I wouldn't confront the person that they decided to creep with. I would confront the person that I was in a relationship with. Yeah. More than anything. I mean, because... there's a lot of variables that can happen. And one of them, the other person not knowing that yeah. you yeah. exist. Yep. To hide you. More often than not, that's what happens is the other person doesn't even know there's a person that exists. And I've, I've seen that sort of thing go down quite a lot. And I, yeah... I go after your partner that cheated and not the person that they cheated with. Yeah. Uh, for those dating 30 and up, do you suggest putting your everything on the table up front or playing the game and essentially wasting everyone's time? I mean, who has time for all the bullshit? Uh, can, can I ask first, what does it mean playing the game? Uh, dating around. The game? Yeah. Being coy, being a coquette. Not a croquette, but a coquette. I love croquette. <laughs> I don't recommend this under 30. Yeah, I don't recommend it at all. Like, looking back on my, like, early to mid-20s and my teenage years, like, I wish I had just... I feel like most people that are uh, in their late 20s or older feel this way. I tell, like, uh, the young kids in my work this all the time. Like, just be upfront about what you want and how you feel with people. Like, just straight yep. up. That, not just in romantic relationships, just in life in general. Like, be upfront with people because it's going to cause a lot of problems in the long run if you don't. And you never know what kind of things you could be missing out on or things that happen that suck that you could have missed out on if you're not just completely upfront with everybody all the time. That's that. Yep. I mean, I couldn't have said better myself. <laughs> <laughs> don't be skeezy. Bravo. Make it easy. Yeah. Oh, Tim. Um, what happens when you discover the person, the partner, excuse me, has some venereal disease you both didn't realize they had? Break up? Uh, it depends on how you feel about your partner. Yeah. I think yeah, that's, that's time to have a long discussion about some stuff. Yep. Like, I mean, there, yeah. there are Be some very diseases honest again. that are dormant for years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, but like, like... Uh, yeah, that is true. That is true. So yeah, it's you can't like, just break up. Yeah, it's like uh, if your partner suddenly got crabs, then yeah, maybe break up because yeah. you don't just not realize that you had crabs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you could see in a bat in a dirty toilet seat and you know, like a really dirty toilet. Seat. People get them from people get that one from changing rooms sometimes yeah. too. What I've heard, there's a lot. There's a lot of scenarios in which crabs can happen, like hotel beds. Uh, um, all sorts of stuff that 
Yeah. Working yeah. In, in, like, the ER, the one I see, everybody come in, like, the day after they have sex all worried about is chlamydia. The clap. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, of course, we don't do, like, STD testing there and all that. Yeah. Uh, but we have seen, like, breakups there in the ER because of stuff like this. It's Well, kinda... first of all, keep a calm head. Talk mm-hmm. to your partner. Be and if it's happening to you, be honest. You know, just, you know, don't jump to conclusions right away. It could be a changing room, like Rex said. Yeah. Oh, There's all man. sorts of weird things that happen with bodies and yeah, all sorts of weird stuff, you know? Or like Chris said, it was dormant and you don't know. And you've been totally monogamous for five years and decided to be like, what's up? So, you know. I, I didn't say any of that, but sure. I, I'm the one that said it. So. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that was. He <laughs> said it. Bad. But I mean, the point is still there and. I think for most of these answers, uh, especially with that involved relationships, it's going to be communication 100. percent Yeah. Really, I mean, it's a very basic answer, but it's probably the purest answer. Yeah. Gundam Wing, just communication. What a good song! It's very good song. I'm gonna listen to it after this podcast. Eat you. For those in long-term relationships, how do you keep you? How do you keep from growing apart from your partner? Communication. <laughs> Communication. <laughs> and you know, spend time with each other. Do yeah, do. yeah, yeah shared activities. I, I, if you're, go ahead. I think the most important thing is to realize that, like, however you guys might have been, like initially, like you know, trying to make out everywhere and all that shit. Sometimes for some people, it kind of mellows out. It mm-hmm. does. That does happen, and that's okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and then yeah. and just realize that you know, as y'all grow older, you change. So yeah, that also happens. And also, it's like in the beginning, you're like, oh, something might happen, and you know, maybe we won't break. Maybe we'll break up. So let, let me get it in as much as I can, and then yeah. it's like, ah. Ten years I'm here later. forever. You know? <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Yeah. Yeah, but, so, but you like being there forever, though, you know? Yeah, yeah it's a good so, thing. And then, you know, just, again, communicate. See, if, what if your partner develops a new hobby? You know, just mm-hmm. maybe, maybe just um, encourage that or try to join in, you know? If, you yeah, know, I mean, it's a healthy hobby. If uh, your your partner gets into InfoWars, please drive Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a good hobby to have. Yeah, if, you're getting, if your partner's getting red-pilled, this is a completely different question. <laughs> if your partner's building a guillotine in the backyard, though. Yeah. Oh, God. That's cool. Ask so, them how they feel about taxation first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that is important. Yeah. So, I think I think like with me and my wife, like one of the things that uh, we've done is we've made sure we're not so greedy and selfish with with each other. Uh, we we learn how to share our time with mm-hmm. ourselves as well, uh, like with with not each other together but apart, and being supportive of those like hobbies being apart. I think that's a very like. I mean, we've been together for like over a decade. I think that's one of those things that really kept us going is that we understood that we are individual people. Yeah, definitely. I know exactly. it's like even now, you know, it was different when like me and Johnny first lived together because we could only rent like a small bedroom, one bedroom apartment. So we were crammed in the same room all the time. 
And now that we're in the house, like, he has a spot for his uh, office, and he set it up. And for, like, the first few, first month or two, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, he would always check in. He's like, you know, you don't feel bad that I'm in here. I'm like, no, you're fucking playing games <laughs> that I don't really want to hear, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. you know, I don't want to fucking hear him cuss while he plays Destiny and he sucks at Overwatch with you guys. Uh, yeah, he doesn't play Overwatch with us. <laughs> what what was he playing then? Apex Legends. Playing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the game. Yeah, like the uh, game's great, but no, no. Anyway, um, yeah. So like, yeah, with with Jill and I, we you know we spend a lot of time together. We try to do, like we do like date nights with each other. Just yeah, like, you that's know. an important one. I yeah, feel. not not just like hey, know. let's go out to eat. Let's oh, let's just make a day out of it or let's mm-hmm. make a thing out of it or you know take maybe take a couple of days off and you know maybe get a, a nice hotel room somewhere you know just you know make it yeah, keep making that. it special i don't, don't fall in routine but make make yeah oh, sorry i was gonna say just 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 when you find yourself in a routine just break it up I mean, I know not everyone has the privilege to, you know, just just go on a vacation or something like that. But just, you know, make make a special day or do something special for your part. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. uh, couples uh, massages. Like yeah. our uh, one c- question here was. Oh yeah. Well, before we get into that, I don't know about like the whole. You guys fall off from making out everywhere. She still tells like mouths from across the room your ass is mine later all the time so i mean oh, okay I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's a given though that happens yeah well yeah. i mean like but when jill and i were dating and when we were asian and then our parents like you know no sex until you get married and all that stuff <laughs> so so we're like yeah this is this is dangerous and fun but now we're like ah, <laughs> 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 anytime in our own damn house <laughs> Uh, and then going back, uh, Chris, the nurse was talking about the day spa question. Yeah, we have a question that says, do couples actually do day spas together? Couple massages, face masks at home, or is that just good marketing? It's not good marketing. It's good for your skin. But yes, a lot yeah. of couples do that together. Oh, like, couple self-care? Hell yeah. That's something y'all should do all the time. Yeah, just in general, like always, always do that now. There is, I like to use a foaming clay mask that uh, Rhea does not like to see me use because it scares her a little bit because uh, she says it makes it look like I have like elephantitis on my face. <laughs> yeah, no, I, so I, I totally have, use the one that you have too and it, it tingles. It's really weird. I, I just, love I just, it. Like, oh man, it makes my skin feel so good afterward, oh, but I have oh. to use that on nights where she has to work the next day and I'm staying up late or getting home late so she doesn't have to see me use it. And I have another one that I use when she's home that doesn't freak her out as much. Is the clay mask? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because the foaming mask takes about like 15, 20 minutes. I just sit and place the switch. (laughs) Yeah, I usually slap it on when I'm doing like homework that I know is going to take me like a while. I just be like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, self care is good for you. Self care with with your partner, hell yeah, that's that's, a, that's it's a, the best. It like I like to, uh, we like to go to Ulta and pick out masks to try. That's oh. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we went to Vegas, we took a whole spa day together, and oh, nice. it was it was it was really relaxing. And I mean, I I was like a little yeah, you know, it's just a spa, no worries. You know, I, I'm not really big into it. And then I got in there, I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. Thank you for like 
pushing me to do this. And I mean, aside from that, we always do face masks and stuff is at home as well. You know, sit on the couch, put them on, and just yeah. Hang and um, Jill and I don't use the same product. I mean, her skin is different from mine. But yeah. We still do it. Yeah. And then we all look, we all look pretty together. You know. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun to be pretty. This is also another kind of a health question. When your partner changes their diet drastically, either for health because the doctor said so, or because they want to try something new, do you confront, compromise, start Googling everything to develop an interesting retort, or join in in solidarity? All of us here, I think, have experience with this. We talked about this extensively before we started recording, actually, because a couple months after Rhea and I started dating, I found out I had celiac disease. Yay! And I felt really like god that was one of the most like depressed uh, times i've ever had and i just for whatever reason like i was like okay this is it this is the end of me being interesting we can't go eat at fun restaurants anymore can't make exciting dinners anymore we can't like drink beer anymore all this stuff and like yeah no that's not how anyone else saw that at all like Rhea was I was talking to her about it and I knew she didn't see it that way but I just wanted like reassurance and I asked her and she's like no I was just happy because I didn't have to drive you to work every day and like watch you lose weight all the time (laughs) it was an an adventure I mean I think you should join in with your partner just Mm -hmm. to like you know just again it's solidarity and then you know if you're you're like I, I know a couple who when um wife was um, pregnant he, he kind of just well he cut down his drinking and he didn't drink in front of her yeah so because she's you not know, a big drinker so that's that's also so, so I mean it's different if your wife's okay with it that's perfectly fine um but you know I I or you should, or someone's like again like a, maybe you need to cut down on gluten see see try see see what your partner is going through and I think that's very important. Yeah, it definitely is. It's a uh, we've been kind of going through that here too. Um, Johnny's a uh, you know thinking about he's doing that vegetarian thing this week. He has been um, on and off the keto diet, and that's probably the the one time where I actually I have to compromise because yeah. I can't do keto. Keto is it's rough. hard. I had to before we found out I had celiac and we were just kind of like trying to like years before that when I was just trying to figure out what was going on. I did keto for a minute because it's pretty non-allergenic except for like a couple things. Mm-hmm. And it was really bad. Like I remember there was one day I just sat, I had a detox off like sugar, which is honestly because I've had a detox off sugar twice for things like that and it was harder than quitting smoking or like drinking or anything and I just remember I sat on my couch and played Terraria for about 14 hours straight and was just really angry the whole time and I had no energy I didn't want to do anything I just sat there I didn't even mean to play Terraria for that long I was gonna play something else I remember thinking I need to stop playing this blah blah and like I was just too lazy and grumpy I, I no, I, I can't do keto because um basically it turns into a massive cleanse for me with all of that fat. <laughs> yeah, oh, that yeah. too. That's that a too. lot of fat. Yeah. Avocado for days. I mean I mm-hmm. love avocado, but come on. <laughs> I remember eating uh my 
meals during that time sometimes consisted with uh, hamburger sandwiches where hamburger was the bread. Mm. I had a... I uh, ate that in Japan. I had a <laughs> wild rock burger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, you did. Yeah. I had a birthday cake because I was right around my... Uh, God, I want to say that it was like my 22nd or 23rd birthday. It was my 23rd birthday. Yeah, my birthday cake that year. Uh, someone made me a cake out of ground beef and bacon. That sounds really good. Not going to lie. <laughs> it was It was something. <laughs> I, I remember posting a picture of it to Facebook and my friend Joe was like, dude, you're going to have a heart attack and you need to figure out your diet stuff like soon. Yeah, I know. Yeah, cool. And I think I did it because of health reasons, too. My And my wife has been super supportive uh, with me. I mean, we cook really different meals and it used to be like in their 20s. We didn't care what we were eating. And then uh, I went to the doctor and they're like, hey, uh. If you don't lose weight, you're going to die soon. So she joined me in solidarity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, we, yeah same here. I lost, you know, correct my diet. And I was, I told you all, I was really angry because I had really, really bad um, acid reflux. And all I remember it took that. For it to go away was losing like 10 pounds. Yep. I was so mad. Shut up. I had to lose like 60. So. Oh, well. <laughs> I think to get rid of more... acid reflux. I think, no, he was mad just because yeah. I remember you're, like, suffering with that acid reflux. And then so like, like, oh, this three is years. all I had to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. three yeah. years, freaking, like, Pepsid AC, um, fucking all this, like, pills that I would take and me throwing up acid. And I'm like, oh, if you just lost 10 pounds, <laughs> you know, you would have to suffer. That was me with the wheat, though, too. Like, all of my health issues cleared up, like, basically overnight. It took a little bit for my body to recover because I had done so much damage to it. But I found out, God, it's been Well, maybe you should just four years now. and you can eat wheat, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lose weight. That would be bad. I would die. But, uh, yeah, like, all my health issues, like, cleared up overnight, and I uh, don't get seasonal allergies anymore, and I've only been sick, like, three times in the last four years. Dang. Yeah. Uh, there's one more relationship question before we get into the naughty stuff. Um, yeah. Your partner receives an amazing job offer, but you together just started a mortgage. You have your career, etc. How do you weigh pros and cons of possibly uprooting your whole life? It's or that... maybe you live apart for a while. How would you suggest going into a long distance in a situation like that? It's that Gundam Wing song again. Yeah. <laughs> Just add communication. I mean, we can't answer that question. There's a, such a yeah. loaded question. Um, I... Yeah. I do want to say, like, when we were moving back, we kind of had a similar issue. It wasn't an amazing job offer it was more like we were moving back to Houston and uh, the Starbucks that I was at in Seguin uh, needed me for about a month longer than uh, I we were prepared for. So I had to stay up in Seguin for a month while Rio was down here. So that like one, that's not that long distance because it was like only a three hour drive and two, it was only a month. But I mean, it was, it was still rough. Like, I'm sure y'all remember. I think we might have recorded an episode during that time. I just remember... Uh, Being sad? I was sad. <laughs> uh, there was that one night we played Overwatch, and I got really drunk and just, like, was hung, super hungover the next day. 
Um, I adopted a rat that had gotten into the apartment because our cats were gone. I never actually saw, but it was there, and I, like, talked to it. Oh, And then, like, yeah, that was about it, and it sucked. And I came down a couple times because uh, I was off Sunday nights usually, so I'd, like, drive down, watch Twin Peaks and Game of Thrones, and then, like, immediately drive back up so I could be at work the next morning. So... That it, there are more like long distance possible things, but yeah, it's just communication. Like we communicated through that whole thing, and well, I mean, even even after the long distance happens, it's like communicate before to find out what you really want to do. Yeah, yeah. how important I mean, is it for you? Like, I mean, it's, it's not just you know moving. What if y'all have a house? So what if y'all have? Well, ties that's what they here? said. It's like they just started a mortgage, which is really yeah. Yeah, that, to me, it's kind of like oh man, that's that's a tough one right there, and that's. I mean, if you can sell your house, then great. But, I mean, you can't just, you know, uproot your life sometimes. I have know people who have the two houses. Lucky for them, they were able to afford a house in their old house, in their old town and in their new city. But, I Jesus. mean. Jesus. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it took it took them, like, maybe, like, a couple of months until they sold the house. But still, I mean, like, they were able to carry it. I'm like, wow, nice. I can barely yeah, even pay mine. Yeah, I was about to say, it's cool people have money. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into the uh, the dirties. The saucy ones. Female condoms. Who has tried them? Uh, we uh, haven't. <laughs> one time I was getting a tooth pulled and they put a <laughs> thing in my mouth that what I believe is similar to dental a dental dam. Yeah. <laughs> dental dam. <laughs> More like this. <laughs> It, like, goes around the tooth before they work on it. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually the infamous tooth that got pulled where they gave me no pain medication, and I just uh, made it through it by screaming a lot because I couldn't drink because I was also on antibiotics. Oh, no. So the answer, no, none of us have tried it. (laughs) So we don't know. Uh, if, what if, if you tried it, um, let us know at spacecitynerd at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. What condom alternatives are there for people with latex allergies? Plenty. This, yes, yeah, there there's are. so many. I mean, yeah. you could literally get the sheepskin condoms. If sheepskin. Yeah, well, well, uh, well, sheep, so well see, can... that's the thing is like uh, sheepskin, if I remember right, um, is. Uh, is good if you want to prevent pregnancy, but it is um, not good if you're hoping to not catch something from your partner. Yeah, I'm just saying you know, tiny holes as a you know vague broad term. Yeah. Also, There's also polyurethane. They're not as yes. tight. But also, 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 if you are not circumcised, you can tape up your foreskin <laughs> and just use that no. i saw it no. on the internet you can use a staple if you want to like get extra be extra careful oh, dear God. <laughs> it's really cool but also I mean, there's yeah, a the, thing okay. called polyisoporine condom yeah you know, like synthetic yeah. rubber yeah the lifestyle skins those are pretty good <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it, that, depending, I'm so shocked like Rex right now. Condoms are just corporate foreskin. 
Oh god. Uh, <laughs> That's my hot take for the episode. <laughs> or you know what's the best alternative for condoms? Abstinence. <laughs> An aspirin between the knees. <laughs> no, but 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 uh no, I there's think, Yeah, the lifestyle like, skins are probably the, the easiest to find. Yeah. Yep. They're not I, super expensive either. Well, I think I think also they they do well in like uh, protecting against like STDs as well. Yeah, yeah the mm. like Trojans suck. End of story. Yeah, those are the worst, and I can't even. I at this point, I can't even use them, and I don't understand how I ever did in the past. Like, there, it's like injecting like a giant like fucking numbing agent on your dick. Huh. <laughs> I, I looked. I looked this up real quick, but uh, the lifestyle skin condoms mm-hmm. uh, offer the same protection against unwanted pregnancy and STIs as regular latex condoms. Just in general, Lifestyles is a far superior brand to uh, Trojan, I believe. Yeah. Okay, yes. so I think. I think uh, that's the definite answer from us. Is if you, well, if you are latex sensitive, Lifestyle skin. I only use. Uh, I only use Magnums because I have foreskin envy. <laughs> hey, Lifestyles, can we sponsor you? I'm out, I'm out of condoms. Thank you. Yes. Lifestyles and, and, and uh, what you want, Pedialyte. Pedialyte. Dude, you need to fucking, you know, replenish your electrolytes after you've yes. boned. Yeah, we're gonna do lifestyles and Pedialyte. Who are most definitely listening to this podcast right now? When we're out in public as Space City Nerd, I will fill lifestyles condoms up with Pedialyte (laughs) and carry them around, like around on a bandolier, and I will drink the Pedialyte out of the lifestyles and take pictures and tag you both in it across all social media. Just yes. just poke a hole in the condom yes, and, like, and yeah. squirt, it in, squirt it into people's mouth. <laughs> Hydrate. No Hydrate. problem with that. <laughs> or just uh, at random like street crossings out of our <laughs> car, we throw them at people like Hydrate with Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you freeze them, you get Pedialyte pops. You can. Oh, we can cover the Pedialyte pops in in lifestyle skin and then give them to people. Dude, that would be so great for, like, a bachelorette party because they love dick-shaped things and condoms go on dicks. So you can, like, have, like, frozen Pedialyte pops and fruit, like, hangover at your bachelorette party. Exactly, Exactly. because you'll be drinking. So, hi there. Well, guys, I didn't know this turned into, like, a PR meeting for those two firms that should totally sponsor us. Yeah. Uh, Someone will put that and send it to them. And I'll get blocked by them on Twitter finally. <laughs> uh, we're getting what... sponsored, we're getting blocked. <laughs> <laughs> what foe you buy first, the lube or the toy? I'm I'm reading this verbatim, so since you can't use silicone cleaner on silicone toys, does that affect most people when they purchase? Or do people think about cleaning and maintenance after buying the toilet? Okay, okay. I, hold on, hold no, on. No, 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 no. Number one, do not buy silicone lube. Nope, do not. That's Water-based stop. only. 
Water based only. It's good for your body and it works with everything. Will work with your latex, works with the skins, works with the Pedialyte. Works with your glass dildos that you really shouldn't fucking put in the dishwasher. <laughs> That's yeah. another question we have. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so so no, no, not. And then also talk to the people at the uh, at the sex sex, sex shop. shop. Yeah. They know a lot more, and you know they you they'll know, be more than happy to answer for you. It really depends on yeah. the sex shop. That's actually true too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Zonda Erotica probably not. Zonda Erotica and Cindy's um have not been very good at answering questions here in the Houston area. However, Adam and Eve and I was gonna say, and oh, yeah. Eros over on Spencer High Dude, Eros over Eros on Spencer Highway dope. sponsor us. I love you guys. They're super sweet. But and anyway, they're yeah. very informative. And they sent me home with a whole bunch of different lubes one time. Nice. I'm reading this and it says, or do people think about cleaning and maintenance after buying toys? Oh, you should always think about that. But yeah, like, you no, should I'm always just, think I'm just about saying, it. Like, what kind of toy would you, like, would have you just floored that you don't even think about, like, what happens after you get home with it? Tenga eggs. You do it. If you don't want to use it, you can throw it away. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a one and done though. Yeah, it's one and done. You can reuse them. You just need the good lube in there, but you know you can just throw you probably them away. Shouldn't well, just, yeah, just, you probably shouldn't reuse like, the eggs. That yeah. would not. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe a bullet vibe. I mean, well, you no, no, just no, no. Kind of but, that off and you're done. Yeah, yeah, I was going with this. It's like I'm. I'm just picturing. I remember going into a sex shop one time, and it was a toy that was made to look like a bedpost. Huh, and you, like, fuck the bedpost? Yeah, you fuck the bedpost. And I'm kind of like... Right now what I'm like, do people think about cleaning and maintenance after buying toys? Or just uh, this yeah, they should. Shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> if it looks like a freaking longhorn or a bedpost, you should think about <laughs> yeah, cleaning it. Just in general, like, you should always think about uh, cleaning and maintenance uh, before... You buy the toys. Gross. <laughs> yeah, and just in general, anything you put in or on your body, you need to uh, be thinking about that. Especially, especially if you're going to reuse it. Yeah, and especially uh, if you're going to reuse it on your genitals, where <laughs> fluids happen. Yes. And, and if you if you decided to use it with multiple people, definitely. especially especially then, please. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to our next question: glass dildos. Are they dishwasher safe? Um, I tested that right now. And yeah. No. Well, yeah. You can put <laughs> anything in a dishwasher. Yeah. Number one, it's, um, you know, you need to, um, dishwasher detergent is not good for your dildos and it's abrasive, can ruin your, they can either ruin your toy or ruin you. Uh, two, uh, the, with the, the different materials, you know, the heat in the dishwasher might ruin it. Uh, did I have a three? But yes, don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> oh yeah, dishwashers don't disinfect. Yes, disinfect. they don't. They don't. They don't disinfect. Also, number four, why stick your dildo in there and then wait until you have to have a full load of dishes to wash it? <laughs> yeah, you know, just, why it's just wash, take why it into the bathroom. You know. Rinse it in the sink. Take it in with you with the shower. You know you got hot water going on there. 
Yeah, you paid a lot of money for it. Don't just throw it in a dishwasher like the, like the dollar plate you bought from Ikea. Yeah. Exactly. And number five, uh, like your sexual juices will be flowing around in that wash. I mean, so, I mean, unless that's key. Some people are into that, though. Like, there's a cookbook well, gonna, that you can get that's say. cooking with semen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I was going to say, I don't want to king shame if that's what you're into. I mean, there's, there's like not, grease. From like the burger I just ate, the swimming in there. So I don't know what's what's mm. grosser, that grease or. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... Also, I'm Asian. We don't use a dishwasher. We wash everything by hand. The dishwasher is <laughs> a drying rack. I mean, okay. It's now that you said that, Ryan. Yeah. Now you said that, Ryan. It's like I don't even know. I don't use a dishwasher too, or I have never used one, so I don't know if that actually functions the way I said. I the do use it. Be going. I do use it sometimes to clean the dishwasher because we want to like dry stuff there. It gets a little like gross, so yeah, I clean the dishwasher. Just for the dishwasher. <laughs> Wait, so your sex juices do stay in the dishwasher? No, it for... gets run out. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. but technically, it'll it'll still run through them, right? How, yeah. how, how thick are your sex juices? <laughs> get yeah, I was about to ask. What kind of dishwasher? They call me Spider Man. Yeah, go sit. <laughs> Thick enough to get his wife pregnant. I mean, right. I'm a, yeah, congratulations man. once again. Yeah. Thank you. Just uh, whenever you hear Spider Man's thwip, just think of me. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> thwip and release. Thwip and release. <laughs> <laughs> And our last question, which is more of our normal, like what we're used to, is fucking a sex robot considered cheating? Would you fuck or get fucked by a sex robot? Uh, how or as I would like to call them, is the sex robot? Because if the sex robot has is capable of having feelings, I would feel that that's probably sketch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it depends on the AI. I believe so too. Yeah. Is it, like, is it is it masturbation now or is it actual having sex? Yeah. I mean, and at that point, like, too, then you have to think, like, I don't know, like, God, there's just so many variables. Well, how how complex is it? Because I mean, we have fucking machines right now that are basically robots. Yeah, but they're, they're also they're, though, they're like, just piston machines with dildos. Yeah. What if a sex robot has a personality? (laughs) What if robot can love? Is it consent? What if you can love robot? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. What what nurse said is it if it has like AI, does it need to consent? Yeah, that's another thing too. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I think I think after it gets when it gets to the point that it has AI. I think, uh, yeah, that's when you kind of cut it off because you don't know if it wants to consent or not, if it's not verbal about that. Yeah. Also, yeah. but I, I don't up? know if I could ever, like, fuck a sex robot. No. I, there, there's, there's so much more to sex than fucking. Yeah. It's actually it's enjoying, like, the person's you know, join the person being there and the companion. Yeah. Now, now, if I fell in love with the robot and the robot fell in love with me and then we decided to have sex, that would be different. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You uh, know, like yeah, Armitage. But... 
Ooh, Ooh Armitage. But, but if but that's the first part. Is uh, is it considered cheating if you're with someone else? Okay, if the robot has an AI, yes. Yeah. Uh, but if it's if it's if it's basically like a, a, a like doll, a real doll that vibrates, a real doll, no. then no. But then but you have to talk to your partner about it because yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's that. still <laughs> down there. Yeah, I was like that's that's still kind of weird. I mean. Yes, unlike you know you cheating, there's only like two people involved in this situation. So yeah. Wait, would you would you play the would you play like a sex VR game? Oh uh, yeah, as long as my wife's okay with it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Just what like it, wait. What up? It's gonna come to a point where it's gonna be like a second life, but with like sex VR. Then that's into the gray area where, as long as your well, significant that... other is okay with it too. Oh, but yeah. if it's just that's, like that, a pre-programmed, yeah. If it's a pre-programmed thing, then yeah. if if a human's involved, no matter if it's VR, that's straight up cheating. Yeah, like straight up that. Yeah. Yep. On the next episode of SCN, uh, we're all gonna try out sex VR and then tell you how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. To answer the question, ah, probably would not, because you know, sex with a, with a inanimate object is not really fun to me. It's not. That, that, that cool. Yeah. Also, like cuddling. I don't think cuddling with a robot is not that great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would either. It's just, I don't I'd, know. <laughs> I'd probably, you know, if you know, if like I said, my wife's okay with it, I'll do it just to say, hey, I. Do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah I was like, no, what's up? It's like I had sex with a robot. That's something off the list, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said, I'm a robot. Big fan but, of new experiences, and I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. Also, I hope those six brothels, if they ever make one, are like really have good sanitation. Cause, yeah. yeah. yeah back I hope they don't put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's something, like, seriously, though, that I was thinking about when that was a thing. Like, I do hope that they clean those real well, because, like, I don't know, it's different from, like, real brothels, because vaginas are, like, self-cleaning things. Robot badges, you got or sex doll badges. You, it's like a pocket that you have to like pop out and. Yeah, and like it, I think flashlights. Like, you like you have the back part that opens up, so you know and. Yeah. It drips out. Yeah. Yeah. But you still got to turn it inside out and clean it. It's it's not a. Yeah. For those who haven't seen flashlights before, if you took if you take it out of the container, it looks really weird. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that those brothels where they like. They have like these removable vaginas, and they pull it out, and then they have to like turn it out yeah. to get cleaned. And then there's like this like machinery in the back which like steams it clean and sanitizes it. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever have an erection anymore. That sounds kind of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just because you brought up steaming a vagina, you're making me think that my theory that Gwyneth Paltrow is a robot designed <laughs> to destroy humanity is true. Yeah. She probably is a robot. Either way, she's very much out to destroy humanity. Like, you don't convince, like, a large portion of the population to shove jade eggs up your vagina if you're not trying to, like, destroy people. <laughs> yes, no, that, that, that is the, she's the Terminator, and then that's the way we, she's going to get rid of humans. Yep. So this question, is this question now, is fucking Gwyneth Paltrow considered cheating? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow is considered a uh, capital punishment for major crimes. Yeah, 
Oh, man. She's um, got a jade egg vagina. Not shaming anyone who actually did that or anything, but yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow probably also did that too and probably has weird bacteria. Yeah, I just hope that anyone who did did not suffer. That, you know, you yeah. got, you got yeah, away you know, from Scott free. What I got it. What it's funny, it's like, uh, I guess it depends on the material. Like she put jade eggs in her vagina, but there are people putting like the bad dragon like gelatin eggs in them, and that's more like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then, <laughs> what's well, different? Because like, see, jade is porous, and so that's why it's not a good thing to put in. Whereas like the ovipositors, I'm like sorry, they're I... they're designed. Yep. I, I only say it like that because I have no, I don't have a vagina, so I don't know, and I should not uh, opinion on women's body parts. Well, eh? well eh? Th- this isn't something that you want to put up your butt either. So yeah. yeah, and also you may not have a vagina, but you do have a bussy. <laughs> so. Oh god, I saw that, Rex. Uh, I know what you're talking about too. Uh, yes, the Big Mouth episode on mm-hmm. uh, for Valentine's is really really good. Oh, I didn't watch the Big Mouth episode. I just have uh, gay friends that use the word "bussy" a lot. <laughs> oh, that's that's in that's in there. Oh, good. Yeah. Right. Cool. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to everyone that sent out questions. Uh, you know, we explained earlier that if we didn't answer yours, it's we didn't have the experience enough to to talk about it and just didn't want to like answer it wrongly. Oh, hey, if you want, you can leave a comment on <laughs> Facebook page and we'll. Yeah, you we'll, can yell at us. Yeah, we'll do, answer we'll, my question. Yeah, we'll try to answer it in a horrible way possible because we don't know it. Yeah, or you <laughs> just find people to that know. Yeah, so twenty twenty Valentine's. What the hell is going on over there? Anyways, twenty twenty. We'll have another Valentine's Day special, and now we're gonna crank it up to eleven and talk about Vic Vologna. Vologna. I'm you guys an article about him in the group chat right now. Y'all oh, can boy. read it later. Okay, so, so before, much, so, so are we jumping in right into it right now? Yes, yeah. let's just jump right into it. Okay, so for those who don't know who he is and what the hell is going on, can someone give us a quick recap? So Vic McNaga, Vic McNaga, we cannot figure out how to pronounce this asshole's last name. It doesn't matter. We all know who he is. If you're listening to this show, you probably know who he is. He is a voice actor uh, who was, he's still very active, but he was probably like at the peak of his popularity uh, in the late 2000s, early 2010s, I would say. Would y'all agree with that? Yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah, two thousand ish. Yeah, he's a older guy. Like older, I mean, like he's a fifty-six-year-old man, and he's most notable for playing uh, Edward Elric in Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. And recently, he was Brawly in the new Dragon Ball movie. He was Brawly in the old Dragon Ball movies too. Yeah, he was imagining also, uh, Edward Elric's voice right now, and I'm like, how can a voice like that come from that old ass man? <laughs> the magic of voice acting. That's uh, true. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically this guy has had a very, very bad reputation in the uh, convention circuit for, God, I think the first time someone told me to, uh, 
make sure my like female friends that I was at the con with like weren't alone with him at all. I think the first time I ever was told that by like an adult was God, I was probably like fifteen or sixteen, which was like fifteen years ago now. So it's been going on at least since the mid two thousands. Uh, all the stories about him. There's allegations that stretch back to uh, nineteen eighty nine. I think was the earliest one that happened this past week. But basically, uh, everybody decided that they had enough of him because of some other things that happened in uh, the anime community about a month ago that led to a massive like uh, whisper network to out creepers that people have had issues with and people came out of the woodwork with like bazillions of stories about Vic and basically it all came to a head over the last week when Funimation and Rooster Teeth both uh, canceled their working relationships with him and a bunch of uh, conventions too yeah a bunch like, of conventions like, dropped him except for uh, anime mastery because of course our favorite they convention. and they're, they're like doubling down on it because of course they are um and the internet has been uh it is important to note just like anime matsuri uh vic mignogna fans uh don't really interact with the rest of like anime fans so they don't really have like a very wide breadth of uh experience what's been going on, yeah. Uh, yeah, which... what's been going on over the years so they are and also too there's a lot of crossover between that and uh the anime right so uh it's been a shit storm of a lot of people who haven't been around for the last 15 20 years don't really have any of the background trying to uh play expert and both uh defend his honor and try to boycott the industry and get it back to what i'm commonly seeing referred to as the uh Good old days before Crunchyroll when everything was fan subs because apparently the anime industry in America did not exist prior to 2009 or 10. Because I think Crunchyroll was still uh, a pirate site back in 2009. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Around that time. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, a voice actress, and she's like a straight up uh, all around amazing person in anime she uh pushes for a lot of studios uh does voiceover for games and things like that i don't want to say this right now i don't want to say her name at the moment because i don't know if this is public or not but uh she just actually released something Funimation actually oh it is okay yeah, she, yeah she, there's she, she okayed about sharing it but yeah, yeah also there's several voice actresses that have said things over the last like 24 to 48 hours too and and this to me is because she i you know i know this person i've interacted with this person and it's someone that is generally a nice person great person to be around <clears throat> she explained uh, her experiences with vic and there was some awful stuff uh you know who i'm talking about right rex i'm assuming is it the one that they've made into their like that the Vic fans are basically making another Zoe Quinn right no, now. No, not, not her. Oh, it's, no, uh, no, no. It's Sammy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I've seen... Yeah, that one's that post is public. I saw that. The, she's had some... Oh. Some awful people come at her. And uh, today she was explaining why uh, the Funimation 
investigation didn't really release any evidence and that's mainly because you're putting people's lives in danger yeah yeah, yeah, and like the other thing too, the That's thing like that I keep legal shit. seeing people point out, like we are not one. None of us are owed this information at all, like at all, because at the end of the day, we don't know these people, and that's one of the big things that like it's kind of hard, I guess, for people to grasp in the age of social media, where we want to like act like we know all these famous people well i don't say we because we don't really have that problem with it but a lot of other people have this problem where they think because they follow somebody on social media and they've met them at like conventions a few times and they really like their work that they know who that person is like deeply and uh are a good judge of character for that person that person's always going to be great and at the end of the day you don't really know yeah jack shit about them at all thing on the mm-hmm. chat is like your positive experience for one person does not reflect what he act he or she is actually is yeah today vic is always putting up a front that's why that's what he does he's an actor he, he puts up a front in the convention but once the convention is over it's the way he acts and treats around people and his peers that reflects upon him so just because he was really nice to your kid and took a picture and rubbed and messed up his hair a little bit doesn't mean he's a great guy. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you ever met him in the mid-2000s and you were, like, a young man that might have been, like, attractive, he was kind of a real big dick to you because you might be intruding on his uh, trying to get Chad. the... Yeah, basically. Chad, Chad McNarnia. I only met the dude... <laughs> I met the dude like once in passing, and he was a piece of shit. <laughs> and I have friend, I have friends that I'm not gonna like name or get into like detail about who have had much, much, much worse experiences with him on like both a meeting and passing and professional level. Like it's been known for that's the thing. Like people keep acting like this is all new, but no, this is something that has been known. Even if you're like on the fringes of anime fandom like if you went to a convention more than once or twice like at all during the past like 20 years you knew that this guy that there were issues with this guy unless you're like a fangirl or something yeah Yeah, no it's it's a gross scene it's a gross uh it's gross to see all these people really support someone that i mean it's like rex just said he knows people that were affected by him uh i know someone that was affected by them and to see these people like demand th- this evidence and to see people doubt these people that really need our help to expose someone that's bad and toxic to the anime community. Yeah. It's it just, ugh. Well, it's like, sickening. The thing about con culture, too, like, I, I remember at one point, like, in my late teens, early 20s, I pretty much dropped out of the whole thing for a couple of years because it's not just that one guy. It's not just a Vic. There's, like... He allowed, he kind of helped shitty dudes thrive and get away with it. And there's like an entire generation of like young men now that were socialized to like thinking people like Vic's behavior was okay. I mean, there's that uh, cosplay photographer who just got out for outed for hiding cameras. Yeah, the changing. There is that guy. There is that guy. I cannot remember his name, but he was uh, basically the whole reason this whole thing started was. a guy that was, uh, he was an anime news network contributor. 
he wasn't like a very like big time guy, but he had like friend like connected friends and like the convention community, and he wound up being a creeper, and that's why the Whisper Network got started in the oh, first place. Yeah, like I know I know, I know you're talking about, and and I mean it's like there's a quality in it too because uh, you know a couple of months ago we were talking about Momokun. Yeah. And her trash behavior. We still don't respect her. You know, it's, it's but we have to move on to bigger things. Yeah. Like, she's done for. Yeah, and then she also gave a non-apology, which is disgusting. So, it's whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah you they know, all, they, that's one of the big trends. Like, you can kind of gauge, like, how, like, I don't know. The non-apology thing always happens. John Way has done it lots of times. Uh, <laughs> Vic has his. He did uh, write, I think it was, like, a couple days after the allegation uh, allegations started like really really bubbling over, he was a guest at uh, BakaCon. I forgot where that's at, but there is a video of him like uh, it was that weekend that all this really started happening, and he's like in tears uh, trying to apologize, which he's done a lot of times over the years. Yeah, and like look, Funimation, Rooster Teeth, they're big companies, and they don't they won't just willy nilly just throw throw their people under the bus they've done their research they have lawyers they have all this stuff a big company could do and if they say hey it's not a right fit for us yeah you respect that decision i'm just gonna throw some like insider information out that i've been saving for a while because i've never really had like a good time or place for it and i feel like this is a pretty all right time to throw it out Uh, it's kind of vague but apparently like from what I've gathered since uh, the Me Too stuff really first started kicking off, like when Weinstein got busted, like Vic has seen the writing on the wall. So he's seen this, like, this is not a new thing for him, and he kind of expected it sooner rather than later. And he's has, like, been trying to clean up his act, not because uh, he actually wants to change, but because he knows. He's scared. Yeah, he's scared. He knows that people are coming for him, and he they did. Like, he, he knew this was fucking coming. That's why he's been so quiet on social media and stuff, I'd imagine, and he knows he fucked up. And, I mean, also, one more thing. Now, it's okay to, like, you know, like the anime. Like, I, I love Fullmetal Alchemist. I love Dragon Ball. But, I mean, if your hero turns out to be a piece of shit, don't defend him because you like something. Yeah, we be disappointed, be angry. You should expect more from your heroes. And the fact that uh, Big Magnanya is he he is what he is should make you angry and make you make should make you demand he be better or demand the whole industry be better and not have people like him grow like that. I th- yeah, I, think, I, I know. Think, uh, uh, I think something like anime is a place where you can you can separate the. Uh, the, the artist from the art only because there's so much more that goes in to an episode of you, anime. Yeah, you tell you the tell them from his like freak. You, you tell that to his a freaking like whatever kids that are whatever boys that 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 are his. Um, I stand with Vic. They can't separate it. Yeah, yeah. like because the thing I keep seeing is like there's a lot of people. The big 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 thing I've noticed about all of this, there are a lot of fucking people that just do not understand how not only the entertainment industry at large, but how the anime industry works. And it doesn't help that, uh, God, man, as much as I love like the independent press, I do have to say over the last couple of years, it is turned into a complete shit show. 
And I kind of wonder sometimes if everybody with time and energy should be allowed to have a voice. Because uh, a lot of, I hate to fucking say it, like, as somebody that's been, like, such a champion of, like, DIY culture for pretty much my whole life, sometimes I wonder if some people need a voice, because a lot of this misinformation is spread by, like, (laughs) semi-official-looking logs and stuff, like, uh, Anime Outsider, I think, is the one that got banned from Twitter and came back. Like, these people that don't have any idea how the industry works, and just kind of keep on, like, fueling certain things, like... Just to dispel some myths I've seen over the last couple of days, Vic didn't create any of the fucking characters, and he has <laughs> literally all. Literally all he did was go in and like voice them. Into the other thing, people have to realize voice that like it may seem kind of different to the outside, but voice acting, especially in Texas, works on a completely different level than most other jobs because it's all contract-based. Plus, Texas is an at-will higher state, so you can fire anybody for whatever reason you want, and they don't have any basis to lawsuits, so Vic's not going to be able to sue Funimation for anything. Or sue and, Rooster Teeth. They're based yeah, on lawsuits. Yeah, or sue Rooster Teeth. And two, he was on a contract basis anyway, and companies can just do whatever with the contracts. Also, too, not only that, the contract is not like a, oh, you sign this and you're going to do all these shows for me for a year. The contract is per show. They don't mm-hmm. get any residuals. He's not making money off Full Metal Alchemist or anything. If he was, he wasn't, if he was making money off royalties from that, he wouldn't be like pouring himself out with like Full Metal Alchemist stuff at like every convention and like working the convention circuit at all because that aired on Cartoon Network. He would be You'd have a lot more money than he does, you know? I mean, Netflix carries it. Yeah, like, none of these people get residuals at all. That's why there was a voice actress union strike that lasted for, like, two mm-hmm. fucking years. is because they went on strike to get residuals. So yeah, there's... That was between video games and anime. Yeah, that was just voice acting in general. It brought the entire voiceover industry to a freeze. And I'm sorry to say this, like, and it counts for me, too, and I've kind of feel bad about it sometimes even if you played a video game that was made over the last like year and a half two years or watched a tv show with any sort of voice acting at all you're technically a scab too we're all we're all fucking scabs but i mean that's just how like that's how (laughs) no i'm not a fucking scab because i don't watch dubs at all (laughs) yeah yeah so you play play a video game that wasn't dubbed in canada that's also okay. That's also one thing. Uh, everyone's all like all that. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, did you wait? Did you watch a movie trailer with the voiceover? Did you watch a commercial that has a voiceover? Commercials. I yeah, because I actual TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing here's also the thing with these people are just jumping on it because they're like, oh no, SJWs are ruining everything. Bitches, y'all know that y'all watch animes for sub because y'all want the actual full experience and don't really care about dub. So shut the hell up. Yeah, there's that too, and I see a lot of people that are like, "Oh, we're not just we're not gonna give them uh, their money or whatever." How many of you were like, "Let's be honest here, like guys, how many of y'all were pirating anime to begin with and not paying for it because <laughs> uh, piracy and media consumption goes hand in hand as much as like everyone doesn't want to admit that they pirate 
Yeah, anime piracy is one... pretty fucking bad. What <laughs> was that one tweet? The person was like, I buy like actual Japanese stuff whenever I can to support the industry, yeah, but I pirate everything else. That's the other thing. The last big major point that I want to make, like that's cool if you want to buy merchandise or buy Blu-rays direct from the Japanese companies and everything, but we are in the middle of another anime boom that like the likes of which we haven't seen since the early 2000s. Like, in the boom that we're in right now, it's not quite there yet, but it's looking like it could be as, like, big as the OVA boom in the 80s. Oh, when the so. economy. Me too. It's, God, I, I think it's going to get there. Because there's all this new money that's getting infused into anime production, but that money is not coming from merchandise sales from Japan or anything. It's coming from companies like Netflix and Amazon and Crunchyroll investing hilariously large amounts of money into studios to make things. Like most of the new anime that has come out over the last like year or two, because we're just now starting to really see the fruits of this. Most of the new anime is like American co-productions. Like Warner Brothers is funding a lot of stuff. There's well, aside from that, it's like these people are saying, "Don't give the licensors monies." But as anime, anime is becoming more and more trendy, aside from like DVDs, from like uh, the the straight up merch that these licensors sell, you're getting like uh, like Box Lunch has like Vaporwave Sailor Moon T-shirts now. Yeah, and all of, you know, it, all of that yeah, goes hand in hand. Throwing... There's money like the American. Like, in not just America, like, countries that are not Japan are throwing a lot of money into anime products in general, and that's why we're getting all this merchandise, and that's why we're getting, most importantly, new shows. Now, I don't remember, I, or I don't know if a lot of these people remember what it was like four or five years ago before Crunchyroll and Netflix and Amazon and all these companies were able to throw money at anime, but anime was pretty bad for a while it was all like otaku bait shows because they knew that it would make money and there weren't nearly as many shows coming out at all and now we're just kind of like everything else there's an abundance of good content to watch i mean something for everybody you and i watched high score girl i didn't think that would be like you know done by netflix yeah and they did that and warner brothers actually paid a lot of that money for that show too like warner brothers is the japanese distributor of that um yeah devil may cry devil man cry baby which was co-funded yeah that was funded by netflix uh netflix is bringing like putting evangelion back in print for the first time and oh Oh, god almost a decade because you brought up Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers fucking owns an animation studio in Japan. Mm-hmm. They do JoJo's too, Warner yeah. Brothers. So, I mean... So, yeah, so the point of, like, oh, let's 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 not uh, pay, pay Americans for anime. No, that's invalid. We yeah, just showed you, that's why you know. even if you only watch, like, the otaku bait shows that were popular, like, five or six years ago... There's even more of those now than there ever have been, and that's because American companies are giving the Japanese studios tons and tons of money to make them. <laughs> like, it's not... Oh, God. You know what's more important than uh, than supporting anime? Canceling anime. Yeah, canceling Aside anime. Aside from canceling anime, but not supporting sh- shitty people like, like Vic 
Bagunona? Or yeah. delays. Yeah, or, yeah, or delays. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay, so the big, I guess the last final point I want to make is... Uh, canceling anime? Well, not canceling anime. With the supporting like Vic thing, like he had, at the end of the day, he doesn't have any control over the actual industry himself. All he has is that power structure that allowed him to get away with it so long because people were too afraid to speak up and if you're wondering why people were too afraid to speak up just go look up his fucking name on twitter and see the abundance of people like sending death threats to monica real and sending death threats to anybody that uses the kick vic hashtag or like i stand with vic or like the people that opened up the zazzle shop that's like just shirts that are like i stand with vic that or, or go to go to YouTube and you see a bunch of fucking guys just be like, Vic Mignogna is innocent because blah blah blah. You know, damn. Yeah. So it's or that GoFundMe that wants to help Vic with twenty five thousand dollars of legal fees. Yeah. So at the, that got taken down by the way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, at the end of the day, like the guy has no real power in the industry so who fucking cares about him like yeah he voiced a couple characters that you might like but who cares and also too the other thing a lot of people are like oh if this is japan that we wouldn't be hearing so much about this japan is not this mystical like sjw free paradise that a lot of people think it is and like we've talked a lot about it in the group chat but if this had happened in japan not only would he be like completely blacklisted from the industry and possibly be, be forced to li- leave the country, yeah, he'd be in jail, and they would go back and either uh, make all of, like take all of his shows out of print forever, or they would redub his voice lines. Yeah, or they would because, just erase mm-hmm. him in the credits. Yeah, or they just erase him in the credits because they are a lot harsher on this stuff than anywhere else and they do this to people for much more minor infractions Mm -hmm. like you get caught smoking weed if you're like a lady and you get married and your manager's not okay with that because it ruins your image like it yeah it's no if if you're if you're like an idol and you get caught hanging out with someone that you shouldn't be hanging out with, yeah you, you get excommunicated from that yep that's disgusting, that entire scene. I hated that. It is. So, but, yeah, basically, I mean... TLDR, if you are out there in the trenches, like, very, uh, like, defending this guy so much, uh, you're dumb as fuck. Like, I don't even know any other way to put it that isn't, like, like, don't defend this guy. There's no reason to do it. No. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I mean, he's dead. No taking one is advantage going... of you. Mm-hmm. The only the only person that's going to destroy your anime is the president of anime. Uh, but aside from that, it's just like there's no reason to. Yeah. Uh, you're you're hurting actual people. You're hurting you're hurting being progressive with with people coming out with sexual harassment yeah. cases. Yeah, and if you don't care about that, you need to like stop and do some serious soul searching because more than likely there are people in your life. If you still have people like in your life that will still talk to you, there are more than likely people in your life that you are hurting with your actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they may not tell you that because they see how you're acting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, demand yeah. better. Demand better from your heroes. Demand better from the stuff you like, anime. So demand better from your conventions. Demand better from everyone around you. 
Because we can be better. Yeah, you can be better, and you deserve better. Like, everybody deserves better. And you can always, there's always room for improvement. You can always be better. Mm -hmm. And that is our Valentine's to you guys. Yeah. So, (laughs) be better. Be best. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, that was our Valentine's episode. I uh, hope we enlightened some of those questions and fuck Vic Bologna. Fuck anime Matsuri. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a whole yeah. other show on that again. Oh, Lord. Yes. Yeah. We got to run um, to another screen so I can talk more shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, thanks for sticking around with this. Uh, hope you guys have a great Valentine's Day with uh, whoever you care about, whether it doesn't have to be a relationship, friendship, anything like that. Actually, friendship uh, is a relationship. It is. That's true. A significant other relationship? Is that better? A romantic relationship? Romantic, romantic. Say romantic relation, yeah. A romantic relationship yeah. is fine. Well, in, like in Mexico, uh, Valentine's Day is not all about love. It's uh, actually like a day to celebrate friendship more than anything. In, so, in Philippines, it's about beheading. I'm kidding. I don't know. So. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you might not be anymore, let's be real. <laughs> no, we don't really... Uh, it's it's like a that we don't really celebrate it, but uh, I was, it was the, the whole four concept is like foreign to me until I got here to America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and just remember, uh, we here at SCN love you. That's why we talk shit about people that need, deserve it. Yes. All right. So on behalf of myself, Rex, Nurse, and Ryan, good night, Space City.